Hello. Oh. Hi, Nugget. This is him. Hi, Nugget. The sleeping teddy bear, right? Yes, that's him. Hi, Nugget. He's like can't right now because he wants food. But sorry, Nugget. We're going to borrow <laughs> Dr. Vin for a bit. All right. See you later, Nugget. Bye. <laughs> Dr. Vin, thank you so um, much for being with us here tonight. Thanks for having me. I've never done this live thing before, so I know, I know. But did you have work today or no? Yeah, I did. Well, thank you for spending your time with us after work. If you could just introduce yourself to everybody. My name is Vin Vu, aka Vin's Castle. My username is Vin's Castle. There's a whole story behind that, but my name is Vin Vu. I'm Vietnamese, not Filipino. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I am 28 years old. I live in Cleveland, Ohio. Grew up in Oklahoma, but here I am. Yep, and I'm a third year resident in physical medicine and rehab at a program here in Cleveland. So, yep. Yay. So... When I started promoting our live, I'm so sorry for the thirst trapping, everybody. <laughs> it's fine. This is my brand. This is what I do. <laughs> I know. I know. So when I first connected, also because of that viral Facebook post, right? So for those who yeah. don't know, Vin got viral on Facebook in this Charles Filipino page. And they were posting your pictures and scrubs. And they were like, Dr. Paturok. And for those who are not Filipino, Paturok means like to inject. So it was so funny. It was like tens and thousands of views, right? Uh, of likes and shit. Years. On your YouTube channel, you've been dancing for years and years and years. How come not a dancer? How, how did this lead you to medicine? Oh, like, why not, like, professional dancing? Yeah, like, did you always want to become a doctor? Or... Okay, well, all right. There, I mean, I guess there's a story. Well, I mean, not really, but I used to want to be a dancer. I used to want to be a professional mm -hmm. dancer back in high school. So I grew up in Oklahoma. There's not much dancing. There's not much, like, a scene or anything. And I was like, okay, like, the place to go is L.A., you know? So, like, in my head, like, ABDC was going on, like, mm -hmm. uh, jab walking all these like people were like crews were everywhere and then like youtube like body rock competition vibe competition like all these like big competitions were going around and i'm like that's where i want to be you know so i wanted to be out in la after i graduated high school i'm like you know i'm just gonna i want to go out college out there like ucla or something i'll probably mm -hmm. i don't know make it whatever to whatever application but then i don't know like the more i thought about it well, actually, I tried to apply, but I was like, never mind, because it was really expensive. Out of state was really expensive. Mm. And like living out there was really expensive. And I didn't really know too many people. So I was like, yeah, I probably want to do that. So I ended up going to college in Oklahoma. And then I don't know, like my first thought in my head was like, I'll just go into medicine because that's what like, you know, Asian parents tell their kids <laughs> yeah. to do. And I was like, okay. Well, actually, I, so I started out as like pre like physical therapy, but mm. I didn't know what that was. So I was like, I just want to work with muscles, bones, like stuff like that. But then I changed it to like medicine. I started volunteering a whole bunch and shadowing and I was like, okay, I'll just get into medicine instead. It's it's a much more stable career because also like dance, it's like, I mean, I thought about like, how long can you really go for? Maybe in your 30s, maybe your 40s, if you're pushing it, 50s. Yeah. But then like, what can you really do with that career? Open a studio, teach a team. Mm dance for an artist like I never wanted to dance for an artist like I never wanted to be like a background dancer I never yeah. wanted to like open a studio and like teach because then it's yeah. like you're just making dances like over yeah. and over. you're just teaching 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 um, and I was like that's not for me that's not what I want my future to be yeah medicine's more stable was there anyone in your family or your friends who were doctors that you were like oh I'm gonna be a doctor one day because it's like no no wow you really I mean, took the long road did you? you you took the hard road I mean uh, you've always been smart though you're valedictorian in high school so yeah it was. <laughs> it was not too far no it's not too far was there a personal experience that you were like i wanted to go somewhere in like physical medicine like even if it was like ppt in the past were you just always like into physical stuff like working out i mean everyone is aware of how 
<laughs> so okay, so physical medicine rehab it's actually a pretty small, like not very well known specialty,、mm-hmm. especially for like people who are not into medicine. You're just like,、mm-hmm. okay, what is that? So I never knew what it was either. And like when I was into med school, like my first year, second year, even like third year of med school, like I'm you know almost done with it, and I'm just like I don't know what I like. It's chill, it's cool. Like I'll just do family medicine. But I mean, you know, I've always liked everything that was like physically related. And then one of my roommates, who was like a year ahead of me, he was like he was going into this field because he heard it from people. And then he's like, you know what, you should just do a rotation, just like try it out, see if you like it. I end up doing it like rotation. I end up like really, really liking it. I mean, for those of you who don't really know what it is, long story short, it's like anything that physically can happen to you, you can come to us. You know, so any kind of like force injuries, pain is a big one. Spinal cord injuries, which is basically like if you're paralyzed, brain injuries, strokes is pretty common.、Mm-hmm. Amputees, burns, fractures, anything like that. We、yeah. we do a lot of like injections. If you watch my stories, like recently, we do a lot of nerve conduction studies and things like that. So anything physically、yeah. that happens to your muscles, bones, or nerves, like yeah, we're the man. But we still, it's yeah. yeah, it's such a long road. And for those asking, you missed Nugget in the beginning. Yeah, he'll be、But、back. Still, like medicine is such a long road. And for those who don't know, like here in America, right, it's four years of undergrad or、yeah. three to four years undergrad and four years of medical school and then X however many years of residency. Four for me, but yeah, four for you. It's. Such a long road. In the beginning, you weren't like, "Oh, this is too long. I'll, I'll do something else." No, I mean, time was never time is never an issue. You know, like in my head, like time is just like、uh, it's just whatever's in your head. You know, like when I was like in college, you know, like you're twenty, twenty one years old, and then everyone's like, when you look at older people, like, man, that guy's twenty seven. He's twenty eight. He's old. Well, you're old because you act old. You know,、yeah. you're old because you think you're old.、Yeah. Like you're old when you say, "No,、nah, I'm too tired. I'm too old for that." You know, in my head, I'm just like, I'm out here. I'm having fun. Like you know,、yeah. some of like. My peers or people I know who are around like their late twenties, they're like, "No, I'm just settled. I'm like, I'm good. I just don't want to do anything." I'm like, "Dude, I feel younger than kids out here in college. You know, yeah, more fun. Like, this is everything's in your head. I don't know.、Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I, I, I mean, about time. You know, yeah, I, I'm I mean, still young. Yeah, you're 28, so which、yeah. is pretty young to be a doctor, actually. So you don't have any regrets of entering this long and stressful field of medicine. No, I you know I don't have any regrets. I I love my decision. I love my specialty. Yeah, I have a lot of fun. I have a life outside medicine. So, as we are all aware, and if there's like a pre-med student watching who's unsure of this is the path for them, what would be your number one advice for that student? Well, it depends on what their concern is. Like, if the concern is time, because I know a lot of people are worried about that. I mean, like I said, like you're gonna be in your twenties, you're gonna be young. Like it's、mm-hmm. fine. I'm still going out. I'm still hanging out with my friends. I still go to like festivals. Yeah. I go to like you know the club, the bars. Like if、mm-hmm. if I want to, you know, I still travel if I want to. It's not like oh no, you're gonna kill your twenties. You're not gonna get to hang out, party, be have friends. Like I do like whatever I want, you know. Yeah. And people always say, right? Is that nugget? I like it. Yeah. Play <laughs> everyone. That's nugget. Right, like they always say, oh, after my residency, I'll have fun. After my residency, I'll travel. Like the time is now, right? The time、yeah. is now to.、Um, it's like, oh, I'll wait until I become an attending, until、yeah. after fellowship, for me to do this, this or that.、And、like time、yeah. is just passing you by, not doing the things that you want to do. How does a daily day in PMR residency look like? Like, is it in a clinic, or do you also have rounds in the hospitals as well? 
is both. So clinic, there's a lot of variety. So you can have like a general clinic, like a general musculoskeletal clinic, where it's just treating like musculoskeletal stuff, like nerve stuff. You know, like, oh, I got shoulder pain, like rotator cuff issues or arthritis, like knee pains, like hip pain. Back pain is a pretty big one. Keep in mind, we do everything we do is like non-operative because if you're going to get surgery, like you're going to go to a surgeon. We're not surgeons. Mm-hmm. So that's a clinic. So the clinic, you know, it's normal hours, like eight to five, nine to five or to four. If you want to, there's other clinics, like there's a sports medicine clinics, pain management clinics. There's interventional pain clinics where you go in and then they put you under and they do this like fluoroscopy, mm-hmm. like injections in your spine and stuff. So those are like general clinics. But then also like when we do like in the hospital stuff, it's either in a rehab hospital mm-hmm. where basically it's not drug rehab it's like physical yeah. rehab right so uh <laughs> so basically the timeline goes if something happens to you you go to the er and then you go in the hospital they treat you you get surgery whatever you need and then if you're still weak and you need some like strengthening or need to learn new skills or for whatever reason, then you go to rehab. Mm-hmm. And then, so that's when we're at the rehab hospital and, and then we make sure they're like medically okay and we treat mm-hmm. them there. So like, yeah. they're generally, they're pretty stable. So it's like, yeah, we're only there from like, I don't know, nine to three. Yeah. So that's um, like stroke patients, right? It's like probably loss of like ADLs and you'll be there to like help them support to regain all of that. Yeah, like all the, all the medical management of it. Yeah. yeah. So how is that different from, let's say, a PT then? So the PTs, the physical therapists, all the therapists, they'll do the actual exercises. You know, they spend like an hour or so with the patient. They'll take them through these exercises, but we don't do any exercises with them at all. Uh, we don't really teach any exercises or anything. We basically medically manage them. So like, let's say somebody who has uh, these examples like a spinal cord injury, which is basically they're paralyzed, whether they're completely paralyzed or just like mm-hmm. partial paralyzation. The therapist can like do the exercise with them, whether if they can't use their legs more like, okay, well, they'll teach them how to like maneuver around without their legs. So the therapist will teach them like certain things. But then we'll handle things like, because if can you if you can imagine everything like from here down, like let's say it doesn't work, yeah. people forget like, well, you can't poop right, you can't pee right, you have pain down there, like things mm-hmm. are going to happen, your muscles are going to like contract on their own. So we manage all that, you know, we make sure they're like have their bowels okay, bladders okay, pain, spasticity, sometimes their sleep and their mood are affected. So it's a lot of other like medical things that we take care of instead. Yeah, yeah I think many people like, tend to forget the quality of life that is lost, right? Mm-hmm. From, let's say, either an injury or even even not just like a physical injury. I work in like a cardiac <laughs> surgery unit, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes it doesn't go too well. That's medicine, yeah. right? Not yeah. everything goes well or is planned. And they'll have to go to cardiac rehab. And a big part of that is right, physical medicine and rehab as well, making sure they regain what was lost per se. And like you said, like the whole psychosocial aspect of mm-hmm. all of this. That being said, would you say that there's like a top three conditions or situations that, oh, this is the patient that I'm going to see today? Like you're going to the clinic and at the top of your mind, you're like, oh, for sure, at least one person had this, this, that. Oh, clinic wise, it's, uh, it's back pain back pain back pain that's pretty much it <laughs> well, it's, it's a lot of back pain but other ones like other commons like shoulder pain knee pain that's pretty common is there a trend of like how they got those back pains or it's just like chronic it's both like we'll get like acute back pain so the thing with physical medicine rehab so it's like it's normally these, these people they go to like their primary care first and they're like oh my back hurts you know mm-hmm. and then they treat them and the primary care is like uh okay we'll give you certain types of pain meds or whatever and then go to therapy you know we'll get these imaging and then they're like okay and then like okay oh these don't work okay fine go get these like procedures injections and then if that doesn't work they're like we're kind 
kind of like the end of the straw where it's like, okay, we've done all these things for the patient. Like, well, why are they not better? You know? So then that's when we get like our patients most of the time. We tend to get the more like complex cases where like primary care did not, or they didn't know what else to do. Yeah. So it gets pretty complicated. Yeah. But like back pain, spine stuff, you can have like hip stuff that can affect your back and like tailbone stuff. And yeah, it's a lot. And people are saying, as I'm sitting here with back pain, <laughs> well, you got to go to Ohio. <laughs> Everyone's been asking for nuggets. <laughs> yeah. He literally always wants to play with me, regardless of what and I'm doing. It's fine. It's, it's a good view. <laughs> so, so yeah, how long have you had nugget for? A little over a year. Yeah. Got them June 2020. Yeah. Also, a lot of PMRs, they like lead on to like pure pain management, right? Like you just, could, yeah. Yeah, like pain management clinics. And also, like you said, like a lot of sports mm-hmm. and stuff. And I have talked to someone who now they're doing like DVD, it's like PRP for even for the joints and stuff like that. So I think it's a very niche field as well. And like you said, it's quite a small group. Do you find it exciting every day to go to work? De- depends what my rotation is. Because <laughs> some the thing with like PMR is, it's uh, extremely broad like the good thing is like not like let's just say internal medicine or like well let's just say family medicine it's like you either work in the clinic or you work in like i mean generally you know you work in the clinic or you work in the hospital and you see like general type stuff it's not like well if i want to practice in sports medicine i'd have to go get some extra training i got to do this i got to do that but if i want to just treat blood pressure if i just want to treat like diabetes you'd have to you know somewhat have some kind of specialty like endocrine or cardiology but then the good thing about pmr is like we train so like broadly it's Mm -hmm. like if you want to stop doing something and you're bored of it you can just switch to another area so like let's say like oh i just want to do a general like musculoskeletal clinic i'll just treat like back pain joint pain like stuff like that and okay i can do that and let's say like well i'm tired of that i just want to do like nerve conduction studies okay i can just go off and like do that Mm -hmm. well i'm tired of that maybe i just want to do like some sort of like pain management i mean you still have to some of those you still have to get like special training but it's like at least you know how to do certain things or it's like well i just want to do like spinal cord injury or brain injury now or just concussion (laughs) clinic that's all i want to do now you can do all that if you want to because like we're trained in like so many things or it's like well i'm tired of doing that i'll just work in a rehab hospital Mm -hmm. or i'll just do like consults at the hospital now or i'll just work nursing home yeah you have so many options of what you want to do so i mean it's pretty exciting but i don't like everything like i hate a spinal cord injury absolutely a lot of work anything with the spinal cord scares me like yes that's why i can never work in neuro sorry sorry neuro (laughs) they have a lot of stuff going on it's a lot of social stuff we have to like uh so it's it's tough i didn't like it (laughs) is there one that you know that you want to like do like oh this is my favorite so far i mean i'll probably end up doing like general outpatient stuff general musculoskeletal outpatient stuff maybe consults at the hospital yeah how's residency like right we always hear oh you technically become a servant for three or four years working 100 hours a week underpaid yeah. while medical student loans are piling up um, yeah. and then all of this mean and rude attendings <laughs> is that is that true is that how your life is it, well, it is to it is to an extent it, it, it is depending on your specialty too see like yeah. i can see specialties mm-hmm. pmnr so you know what they joke about like what does pmnr stand for so pm and r stands for paid money to relax plenty of money and relaxation 
uh, whatever along those lines, right? So it, it's internal medicine is crying. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Anybody who looks at us is like, man, why didn't I know about this? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. like, if you're internal medicine, if you're any kind of like surgery specialty, then like, yeah, hundred percent, you're working like all these like crazy hours. Yeah. Like anytime you're in the hospital, like with acute patients, like yeah, you're working like all day long, pretty much ER anywhere. But like physical medicine rehab, like I told you, none of our patients are emergent. You know, if something mm-hmm. emergent happens, like that's not my job. I'll send you to the ER. Mm-hmm. I'll call like internal medicine to take care of you you know it's, it's not like yeah. i get to go home yeah i, I get for to go sure home at like three or four o'clock when i'm working yeah. in the hospital if they need me they'll call me on the phone you know if something emergent happens i'll be like hey send them to the er <laughs> you know because that's that's not my job i'm not trained to like yeah. do that you know so i mean like i have a very good specialty my residency yeah. is actually pretty lucky because like yeah we get to take calls from home and stuff like that but i know wow. some programs like bigger hospitals there's another one here in cleveland actually like they work like a lot more than us their PMNR. like they have to sleep at the hospital because um, they don't have like other services to like back them up like we do but i definitely work 100 hours a week uh, oh my god Dang, well, if there's if there's any internal medicine resident watching here, um, they're probably like, because oh. I know internal medicine friends are like sleeping in the hospital always. Yeah, on you gotta call. sleep <laughs> like overnight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like 48, 24, 48 hour shifts, and you know how they always say, oh, in TikTok too, right? I forgot yeah. um, his name, the doctor, and he's always like making fun of different attendings and different specialties, and yeah, it's like I, neurosurgeon is like so mean and surgeon is like forget about it yeah how is pmnr how's the attendings like is it like i don't want to call surgery toxic but it's definitely not nice they have a a personality that draws them in yeah pmnr like you also have a certain personality most people not Mm -hmm. all of them like they're pretty chill it's like Mm -hmm. yeah like all right that's cool because nothing's like i said is like emergent so like you're not always like antsy you're not always like angry as Mm -hmm. life you know you get to sleep you get to go home (laughs) You know, you have a life, so it's like you don't have to be frustrated and stressed all the time. I mean, depends yeah. where you work. Like, uh, yeah, most of them are pretty nice. I've met a few attendings who were uh, not so nice, but I don't know. You just deal with it and yeah. move on. <laughs> what can you do as a resident, right? <laughs> yeah, as a student <laughs> resident, you just, you just deal with it, and, and that's it. You're only stuck with them for a month at a time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you're a senior resident now, right? Do they count? third year senior residents or yeah, yeah. wow do you think time flew since you started the medical route yeah it, i mean it definitely went by really fast like i'm already halfway through my residency yeah yeah, yeah that's why i don't i don't time you know like if it yeah. takes long like i'm still young like i saw you went to a festival like a month or a few weeks ago and <laughs> with yeah. my residency <laughs> banging with <laughs> the middle of the crowd and that's one yeah. thing actually that i wanted to talk about especially because you know a presence on tiktok even your bio says it right like i just want to have fun we talked about this like a month ago i think you posted something and someone was like not too happy with what you posted as a doctor yeah. do you think there's like a demarcation line between social media and medicine like you know, especially in, in Asian culture, right? In our culture, uh, yeah. it's like prim and proper. You're the newer, you're a doctor, you're a professional, white coat. I'm talking about this. Like, you are the total opposite of what that yeah. prim and proper doctor, yeah. the traditional doctor would look like, right? Like, tattoo sleeve, sensual dances, online, yeah. shirtless. How do yeah. you reconcile that? I guess, like, personally and also in general. <laughs> like, that's exactly how my parents think too like they see my mm-hmm. stuff my mom is always like 
why are you doing that? Take that off. Uh, you know, like, like take the post off. Not much joke, you know. But like, <laughs> but like, yeah, like my parents are like that. And I know some people online are like that too. But like, yeah, like, I mean, I like the way I live my life is like, you just mm. you live and you just be happy. Like you do whatever you want. Like you're not hurt. If you're not hurting, harming anybody or yourself, like I'm just out here having fun, you know. But I do have to like keep an eye on like yeah. what I post, which I've learned over the years. You know, mm-hmm. like at the very beginning, when I was a med student, like I, I learned a lot as a med student. I was like, uh, maybe I am getting in a little murky water here. <laughs> and like I've gotten like because there's one time in med school, I, I didn't think anything of it. I was shirtless and I posted a, a picture of my white coat, you know, and then like, you know, I was just having fun. And then like somebody like reported me to my school. They got mm-hmm. on to me about it. And, like they called me and like, hey, you need to take that down. I was like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't think about it. You know, mm-hmm. like so like little things have happened over time where I'm just like, Oh yeah, you know, I didn't think about it because I I just have like a natural like fun like personality, but like yeah, it's getting to the point where like I, some of my comments I used to like respond like a little more like uh, risque or or like yeah. flirty or whatever or unprofessional yeah. maybe <laughs> you know it used to be like because yeah. you know the type of comments I get like oh hey uh, can I get a prostate exam you know and I and I joke back with it you know yeah. um, but nowadays. It's like, I, I realized like, I can't do that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. That back when I was in med school and I didn't know any better. Because yeah. nowadays it's like, okay, what if like my hospital saw this? What if the ethics community saw mm-hmm. this? Or mm-hmm. what if somebody saw this? Like, it's probably not a good idea. You know, like if, if you say that in real life to me, it's different because it's like, yeah. nobody's recording me, you know, yeah. I'm not yeah. in my uniform or yeah. whatever. Yes. I mean, I definitely watch more of what I say or respond. Mm-hmm. Like it's because I've been reported a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not fun. Yeah. But then, so I really watch like what I say and stuff like that. And I try to get in like, at least professional about everything I do, but like the TikToks and stuff I do, I, I try to keep it like not confusing where <laughs> it's like, you know, like my doctor said that, you know, type yeah. Of, yeah, I mean, it's tough, but I, I, I try to have fun, like have yeah. people like relate to me and whatnot. So yeah. But do you think it's like a new wave of medicine? Just from here on out, like it's just going to be social media, right? Like we're never going to go back to the early 2000s or 1990s. Do you think this is just how it's going to be? The, the term physician, right? Uh-huh. Um, I feel like society has placed so much emphasis on the image of it, right? As opposed to like just the pure work. Like I said, Kermit Proper walking in the hallway with a white coat on and a suit and talking gently to patients, right? Which is, by the way, for those watching, that is, <laughs> that is not what happens in real life. This is not Grace Anatomy. Do you think people just have to get used to, oh, that's it. Like this is the new, this is our generation, right? Like, mm-hmm. coming with tattoos and piercings. I think my main question is, do you think the <laughs> idea of a doctor should be more about the work as opposed to, like, physical? Because, like, in medical school, right, even in nursing school, it's like, oh, can I have long nails? Can I have long hair? Can I have dyed hair to get mm-hmm. into rotations? Do you think we should adapt to that, like, as the new generation? That's a big question. Um, so, I mean, the thing is, I think the viewpoint of what people have is what they expect to be treated like if they're admitted into the hospital or going to the clinic. I mean, which is true because like i definitely don't really talk the way i do online as i do in the clinic like i'm much more professional i don't wear my earrings to to work you know oh. i mean i'll wear like scrubs and i'll show my tattoo but mm-hmm. like the way you behave at work is much much different and the way you, like 
Because, you know, if you're like a same thing, like if you're a police officer, if you're like a restaurant worker, that's just how you're expected to behave at work and professionally, you know, and that's like normal. But then like, I think what social media and everything else is portraying now is like what you're seeing is their life outside of medicine, yeah. um, out of work. And like people forget like, oh, that's a real person too. Because then like, you don't realize like, because like some people, they go into the clinic like, man, like, why is the doctor so late? Why is he doing this? Why is he doing that? Why is he not answering my phone call? Like all these yeah. sort of things. But like, you forget like, like, dude, like, I'm a person, too. You know, I got to yeah. go home. I got things I want to do at home. I don't want to be at work all day. You know, people forget that type of, like, thing because it's just, like, they're just so used to, like, this is all they see used in the hospital. And that's it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, like, you forget, like, oh, police officers, like, people, too, you know? Like, they yeah. joke around and do goofy, silly things, too. That's why people like all those videos of, like, police officers, like, dancing with, like, general public and stuff, you know? Yeah, so, I mean, uh, I definitely, I think it's becoming more acceptable, at least yeah. fine. But, like, I mean, workplace is different. <laughs> yeah. but, has anyone ever talked to you about, like, your tattoos? I know no one has, right? Like, like yeah. in a negative way. And employees, like, talk to me. I mean, the only comments I get at work is, like, oh, I like your tattoo. <laughs> and that's it. Literally, either, like, patients, like, nurses, hospital administration people, like, the only comments I get are, like, like oh, what do you have in your arm there? And that, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Like, no one has ever told me, hey, you need to cover that up. Yeah. Or anything. Yeah. So, I mean, it really depends on, I guess, where you work to. Some places are more strict than others. I have some attendings who dye their hair blue. Um, yeah, me too. I, I have one of the emergency attendings, like rainbow hair. Yeah, and also online, right? Like most of the time, those who post those comments are, yeah. <laughs> are faceless profiles, right? Like yeah. no followers, username 999 something. Yeah, yeah. Right? And yeah, I agree that. There is a person outside of work, you, <laughs> doctor by profession, right? But like, there is literally a life outside of work. <laughs> this is his famous post. Sorry, right. you can keep, no, keep talking. No, I'm listening. No, no, but if people want to see, <laughs> so, no, I just can't forget your your latest TikTok, right? Every, everyone, yeah, yeah. Wait, is that is that is that a teddy bear? Is that That's a teddy bear? bear? That's the bear he like always. Has. I know oh, so, he does look like a teddy bear though. But yeah, right? Like it's yeah, it's really different. Like I figured that no patient. It was probably like oh you should cover up your tattoo it's literally online like online world is so different <laughs> from for the most part some people just see what's online right like there's literally something outside of social media like when you make these tiktoks though you know the ones that do get like a little bit of traction you know like taking off the share or all those sensual dance moves do you have like a brainstorm process and like when you make a TikTok, like, oh, I'm going to take off my shirt for this one. And then at the back of your mind, are you like, oh, I wonder what people will think, like, professional-wise? Or are you just like, I'll just post it? Oh, like, uh, what goes on my head, like, about professionally-wise? When it comes to, like, any of those shirtless stuff, like, the dancing stuff, like, in, in my head, like, it's it's pure entertainment. You know, like, if yeah. you like industry or entertainment world like it's it's just entertainment you know like people don't understand like even strippers like they're there for entertainment they're there for work they're there for money you know like not every stripper wants to get like laid you know by like <laughs> out there just because yeah. it does not mean like that's what they want to do they they really money same thing with like just because like you see somebody like dressing like seductively or something does not invite you like oh hey like oh i just want to get touched you know so the same thing yeah. videos in my like dancing because i just upload another like <laughs> But like to me, it's just like like I'm not inviting any like kind of unprofessionalism. Like it, it's just mm-hmm. no problem watching Magic Mike. You know, you have no problem like going to Vegas with your buddies. Mm-hmm. You have no problem like going to those like websites. You know, on your yeah. this is the, why, why is this different? This is just entertainment. Yeah. I don't act like this in front of my patients. I don't like oh, 
watch this. I don't say, hey, hey, watch this video of me doing this. But like, I've I've done like stage performances, right? And like, this is what you do on stage. Like, you you perform. Mm-hmm. And this is like basically what social media is. Like, you perform. Yeah. And if you mm-hmm. don't perform, you don't entertain. Like, nobody's gonna watch you. You know. Um, yeah. I, agree. I mean, I I enjoy it. I have fun. But yeah, but there, there there's a separation because like, if anyone talks to me about it, it's really just like this is just like entertainment. You know. Like, I'm not out here, like, saying certain things, or I'm not doing out in my underwear, you know? Yeah. And also how people receive it. It's not really most of the time what you intend, like, when you're posting it, right? Like, your intent is different from, like, what, how people will perceive certain things. Yeah. Which is why I asked, like, for those videos, right? There are some thirsty comments in, in there. And we yeah. do have some thirsty comments in the chat as well. Like... <laughs> Honestly, when, when when I started promoting and then I, I posted your TikTok video, uh-huh. the first thing that came to my mind was, wait, oh my gosh, I'm kind of nervous for the comments. I, I hope it's not it's not too wild. Did those kind of comments bother you? No, I, mean, I don't know if I told you. I, yeah, it's like um, <laughs> anyone anyone who asks me or anyone who like says that any kind of stuff like that, because I'll get like DMs and stuff. I'm like, oh, I hope I hope I'm not offending you. Like literally, mm. I'm out here. I have fun. I do whatever I want. You have. Yeah. Fun everyone you you know as long as you're not like you know being inappropriate like it's fine you know because like if you can joke to your friends like because me and my friends like we'll all make these like jokes to each other like you know then why can't like my online friends do the same thing you know yeah. it, it's the same thing as long as you're not like pushing for it and you're not serious yeah. it's like no i i really want you to like do that to me you know like come on send me news and i'm like if pe- when people do say that kind of stuff i'm like dude like you know i'll either like ignore them or something but most mm. of the time people are just having fun yeah like whatever thirsty comments are a form of jokes like i think it's a joke i'm, I'm not offended. yeah <laughs> yeah that's good because some people do get bothered and annoyed by them uh-huh. how does your fiance take those comments though I'm for sure she's them at least they just laugh at it you know <laughs> it's all the jokes it's like i said like it's like if me and my like guy buddies like we make like gay jokes to each other or something i mean like we'll all laugh it's it's like all fun or like my fiance she'll just like she'll just laugh and she'll be like oh my gosh type of thing you know like, <laughs> it's like that's how you that's how you're normally supposed to like react you're not supposed to like yeah. that type of stuff you know like if you are just chill out <laughs> that's yeah it's serious that's different but yeah, yeah. How do you balance it though, like being a doctor and social media, especially because you have a lot of traction in social media? You have like what two hundred twenty k followers now. <laughs> Wait, wasn't it, wasn't it just like last week you had like one hundred forty thousand or something? Probably, I had less than two. No. I got two. Yeah, week on TikTok and like yeah. <laughs> just when when we started promoting the live, um, what last week you were only like one hundred fifty thousand, yeah. and then now you're like two hundred. Yeah, something how, how do you balance that like do you feel like oh i have this amount of followers i have to post on this day i have to post people will be waiting for me to post does it become a responsibility now or are uh, you still really just fun yes and no <laughs> it get, does give me more pressure because even on instagram last year this time like i didn't even i, I didn't get ten thousand followers until like march this year you know, and like, so since then, I've gotten like, I'm at like 18,000, which is like, I didn't think it was gonna yeah. like, so things are just like growing fast for me. And like, yeah. there is a pressure to like, oh, man, like, I have to deliver now, you know, like, I'm like important now, like, I'm not a guy with like 5,000 followers. Like, <laughs> I mean, I still do whatever I want. But like, TikTok stresses me more out than Instagram, because Instagram, I actually have like, I've, I've taken a bunch of pics, and I have them ready to upload whenever I want. TikTok, it's like, I got to come up with something yeah. that's like trendy. 
but I used to get stressed out more about it. But now, like, if you look at my posting schedule on TikTok, like, I have no schedule. Sometimes I take two weeks. Sometimes I take a month. And it's like TikTok, I purely just do it for fun. I have an idea. I'll post. If I don't, I don't. Like, I still get, like, a good amount of, like, traction on I mean, it. So, like, I try not to stress out myself with that. Yeah. I mean, TikTok is a lot of work, though, right? Like, to edit the stuff and even, like, thinking of the video or whatnot. Yeah. Especially with Nugget, right? <laughs> like, the last video where you were, like, doing the zoom in. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. I'm telling you, Nugget is the true star. Even. And, like, I set my little table out in a place where I knew he was going to lay. Because I put my clothes there because he lays on my clothes. And then, like, I, I just had it ready when he was sleeping. <laughs> he literally looks like his teddy bear, right? Yeah. How do you balance your time, though, like, in general? Someone just said it. He's a doctor, photographer, dancer, TikToker. Plus, you have a relationship. Your time management skills must be A+. And residency, too, especially. <laughs> so, yeah, it's definitely tough. I mean, management since, like, high school, college, you know, because I'm always juggling a bunch of stuff. And I think the thing about time management that people don't understand is that one you got to prioritize like that's the easy thing you know you're like what's important okay i got to get this done i got to get that done i think the thing people are not comfortable doing and the thing people don't really realize i mean it's kind of like a secret is you have to know how to sacrifice because it seems like i'm doing a lot of stuff but like i also make a lot of sacrifices because for any one thing you do in your life you have to have an equivalent sacrifice mm -hmm. so like i picked up martial arts like back in february so for every day i go to martial arts i have to sacrifice a day of dancing like way too tired like i spent two plus hours at the dojo you know like i, I don't have time because i gotta do other things that's what people i feel like don't understand as much as they're just like well i just want to do this i i need to get this done i need to get that done but they're not willing to sacrifice like well if i want to eat healthy it's not just i gotta eat good food i gotta sacrifice going out to eat if I go out to eat, I got to sacrifice like not ordering this, not ordering that. Sometimes when my friends hang out, I have to sacrifice not eating snacks with them. Or instead of like drinking more beers, like maybe I sacrifice not drinking beers, you know, it's stuff like that. Whereas like the thing, a lot of things I, I sacrifice is like, okay, well, you have to realize you got to sacrifice like your Netflix time, you know, just like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. But I also want to watch a show on Netflix. Well, pick what do you prioritize? Yeah. So that's like long story short. Yeah. Sacrificing is a really big thing. Yeah. I make a lot of sacrifices to make things work. Yeah, and I go to the gym too. I never skip the gym unless. Wait, I'm how often do you go to the gym? You go every day? No, I go four days a week, and it's about an hour or less every time. You don't have to be in the gym for longer than an hour. Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite exercises when you work out? If I had to, like, what? If I had to pick my top three to do this and nothing else, squat, bench, and deadlift. That's it. <laughs> if I had to pick two, it'd be squat and deadlift. If I had to pick one, it'd probably be deadlift. Yeah. And someone was asking for your OnlyFans. It's actually in this bio. Yeah. <laughs> if you go to his instagram on the beacon link right it's the very last yeah. one his, his only fans is there you clicked on it since you mentioned it <laughs> yeah it's a bit spicy but you know it's only fans <laughs> oh my gosh but probably we didn't talk about medicine at all people won't think that you or i are in the healthcare field right and yeah i feel like this is the new wave of healthcare of medicine right it's just people are becoming more in tune that oh we can actually have fun while we are professional i mean my mom she's been a nurse for 30 years and you know it's demure it's permanent proper but here we are <laughs> our generation right like going to the club going to the bar i know some residents who go to like the bar right after work I mean, I have no idea how uh -huh. where you get the energy from, but yeah. like, right? This is what it is. This is our generation. Does anyone have questions? Has anyone faked an injury or so just so they can get close to you? No, actually, actually. So oh, there we go. one girl I got a DM from. She was like, oh. "Hey, 
do you remember me? You treated me in the rehab hospital like a month or two ago. I was like, what? And like, I was very suspicious because I was like, I don't recognize your name at all. And like, I, I don't remember all my patients, but at least I recognize the name. Yeah. And, name. She was young, and I'm like, I would definitely recognize at least a young patient. You know, yeah. most of our patients are not like in their 20s. And like, she kept going at it. And I was like, okay, what hospital were you at? She's like, oh, I don't know. And like, she was listening to all this like BS stuff. I'm like, no, I was not at that hospital, by the way. I didn't tell her where I was. It was really weird. And she was like, can you be my primary care? Like, please, can you take care? And I'm like, no, I'm not even primary care. Yeah. It was really weird online. I just kept telling, like, you know, I think you got me mistaken by somebody else oh my gosh or maybe it's it's something oh i just want to see dr bin <laughs> someone asked what determines you to do all this stuff yeah where does the motivation come oh, from where's my determination come from yeah. i mean i think the biggest motivation for me is like progress and results it's boring when you get no progress when you see no results like if honestly like 100 honest if i got like 10 views 10 likes on every single thing i do i'd quit doing everything i do like there's no progress like it's like going to the gym most people go they go to the gym they stay there for six months and like i have no progress like why am i not getting bigger well because you got to stay longer you gotta be consistent but as soon as you get somebody in the gym who's like wow i'm seeing like progress like i'm doing powerlifting I, i'm seeing my numbers go up like it, it's a big motivation you know or you look on the scale like man my scale like my weight's going down like i'm looking better like whenever you get this like progress and results that's what i feel like is the biggest motivation i mean i don't know you just got to work hard and like eventually like you'll get some kind of progress <laughs> yeah yeah it's kind of like a fulfillment type of sensation right yeah like you have to make your milestones and make yeah someone said about the girl oh she was gonna lock you in her basement if <laughs> you yeah, told <laughs> wait have you ever met a follower though like from tiktok or and yes i did actually okay so back in the day i used to be big on youtube like whatever bigger meant i mean i only had like six seven thousand followers on youtube but i i used to get like more traction there until youtube changed and mm-hmm. then i go to dallas a lot and like the asian community in dallas mm-hmm. are big so i would go to some places people were like oh hey are you vin they were like asked to take a picture with me or like i went to a restaurant one time with my waiter like oh hey are you got that guy from like uh youtube you do the videos i'm like yeah and like stuff like that but the most recent one was it was kind of weird i was on vacation in new orleans and i was like downtown somewhere i was just walking i was literally my whole family was waiting in line for like that pastry store and then like they're waiting in line for me because i was on the other side of the road and i crossed the road and then my fiance was like she heard this girl in front of us was like pointing at me and she's like hey that's that guy from tiktok that guy with like the tattoos from tiktok and then i came over there and they were like getting real like you know happy freaking out whatever and i took a picture of them and they're like and i was like how'd you know me friend then she was like oh i'm from tiktok from like that video you like flipped your dog <laughs> yeah so that was the uh, most recent one while we're at it now since we're talking about youtube can you just tell us the history of vince castle where, where did this come from the name itself yeah okay so it has nothing to do with my name so back then channels names were a thing you know you wouldn't name your channel your name you would name it something so then like me and my friends we were like talking about it and my friend he was pretty creative and he like with names and stuff he's like why don't you just name it like vin's castle like this is your castle you know he's like a castle like if you think about it it has a lot of wonders you have like the ballroom it's happy you have the dungeon it's sad you have like all these other areas of different emotions and at that time it was like your dance videos can be happy they can be sad they can be like whatever whatever you know so he's like why don't you make this your castle no, no, but if it's cool, you put a Z instead of a like. A, I was like, okay. So then that, that's what I ended up doing. I would have changed 
and my, my people know you by by Vince Castle by now. So well, that, I mean, definitely that. But then, like, the thing was like my my friend who like he was like one of my best friends who like made up that name for me. He ended up passing away from accident, and I was like, yeah, I'm not changing this name. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. So there there is some memory to that name because I've always thought, where's the castle? Where's the castle coming yeah. from? Like Boo Castle. Boo Boo does not mean castle. <laughs> <laughs> it's for you know. It's like this this yeah. is. So the Z just looks cool, but this is, you know, so. Yeah. It's a, it's a fairly early YouTube type name, right? Why do physicians' skin are all clear regardless of how stressful it is? Well, guess what? They skincare. can... Care. Skincare. <laughs> skincare. What is your skincare? Do you have a skincare? Oh, uh, okay. Don't tell me just a bar soap and that's it. It'll be pretty quick. So I wash face twice a day. So face wash. And then I put on like a toner, a serum, and a moisturizer. Random brands. Random brands. Random brands. Blessed skin. Is there something that you dreamt of doing for a long time? And what happened to you done it? Actually, I wanted to look into this question. Before, right? Dancing was, I guess, not so practical because... You know, it's hard, blah, blah, blah. Now that you have traction, do you have plans one day of like, oh, I have a following now. Maybe I can pursue dancing. Has that ever crossed your mind? Or no, it's medicine here on out. No, it's it's not dancing anymore. It's like, it's different. I, I used to want to be like all this and that and dancing. And then last year I had a lot of fun with all the online stuff because of COVID. But like, I don't know. I've thought about it a lot within the past couple of months. It's just my goals are different now with dancing i used to want to be part of a team i used to want to be part of like dance with this dance with that person and like do stuff like that but now it's just i don't know like i would never pursue it like why 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 would i want to dance with somebody else you know like mm-hmm. i like doing whatever i want to do you know like which is making whatever videos i make you know mm-hmm. so like, i would never i don't know <laughs> pursue anything else other than like whatever i'm already doing <laughs> i mean I've, I've been getting a lot into like martial arts and, like jujitsu and stuff so mm-hmm. that's like more of a thing that you might see of i don't know but that's not like entertainment. That's just like for me, you know? Yeah. And also it's like, it could be a hobby, right? Outside. It doesn't have to be the main career or so. Doc, um, can you be my doctor when I'm giving birth? Oh my gosh. Giving <laughs> birth? I'm not an OB guy. <laughs> you let me in the quadrant. That's it. There's always those questions, right? How do yeah. you survive school? How did you survive med school? The secret to survival is you can't study 24-7. If you go to class, hypothetically, you go to class 8 to 3 some days, 8 to, eight to 5 some days, you don't have any extracurriculars. You don't have any, you don't have anything else. Like, what are you mm-hmm. going to do from 5 until, like, let's say you sleep at 12 for 7 hours. What are you going to do for 7 hours? Study? Like, are you crazy? <laughs> you know, like, I would never study for 7 hours. Like, maybe study for, like, 3 or 4. But if you study for, like, let's say even 4 hours, you still have, like, 3 hours left. What are you going to do for 3 hours a day? Why don't you take an hour go to the gym, you know? And then relax for the rest of the two hours. Yeah. You got to have something else. Yeah, And the retention goes down, like, the longer you are studying. So it's yeah. good to like, go out and refresh your brain a bit. What is your workout routine? Four days a week, right? Yeah, I go four days a week. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. I've been doing that for years. I like it better that way. If I go somewhere on the weekends, like, it's free. You know, I don't have to work out Saturday, Sunday. If I have to go out somewhere Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I can always, like, shift my workout days around because I only go four days a week. Five days a week, it's harder to shift around because if you want to make up certain days, any more than four days, I feel like it's hard. So that's why I go four days. Do you ever work out like after work or? That, well, yeah. I, I mean, I go home and then I rest for a bit. Got my friend. Once you get on a program, if you're going there not knowing what to do, you're going to get bored, you're going to get confused, and you're going to quit. <laughs> you are featured in a Filipino thirst page. <laughs> that's, that's what you're talking about. How did you take this or did it affect you? And then one way or another. 
<laughs> so basically, what people are asking was, can we feature you again in another Thursday? Uh, Doctor uh, Patrick or something, right? Doctor Patrick. I say that right. That was I mean, so funny, and all the comments too. Oh my gosh! I I, I told my fellow can you read this for me? I just want to laugh. It's so funny. <laughs> Oh my gosh! It was like it was so viral. Oh my goodness! Traction for me is a good thing. Like, mm-hmm. you're not saying like something explicitly negative about me. It's it's fine. Yeah. I I enjoy it. I appreciate it. Yeah. What's the milestone you're working towards right now in your personal and professional life? Finishing residency. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have a lot of milestones. Like, I I always have the thing with me is like I always have goals. I always have things I want to do. Because if you never look forward to what you want to do, then what are you doing? You- in the same spot you know so a couple of things for me of course i like, get through my like emg rotations which is like the nerve conduction study stuff i have three months straight of that so i mean that's like in residency wise that's what i want to do dancing wise i still got to figure out what i want to do with dancing i, I mean because i've been dancing less but i, I need to be dancing more i, I want to be dancing more i don't really have any clear goals with milestones with that yet jiu-jitsu wise or martial arts wise i need to be sparring more but i don't get off work early enough yeah. um, but i Learn a specific set of moves and skills that is too much info for you guys. That's that's like those milestones. Um, what else do I do? I have a lot of gym goals I have right now too because I'm on a powerlifting program. I have certain numbers I want to be hitting at the end of this program. Yeah, in like six weeks or seven weeks or something. Doing it all, doing it all. Wait, for your dances, do you like choreograph most of them? or I choreograph some, but I tend to learn a lot more than I choreograph because it's better for social media that way. <laughs> as in like, it's like taking a class. I mean, it's helpful because it's like you're taking a class, but then mm-hmm. instead of class and then them recording you, I take a class online. I record myself, and it's faster. I can get more out that way. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So it's like a win-win. So the one you posted earlier was from like a long time ago, right? Like years ago. Yeah, I originally made it in 2014. That was one of like my most viewed videos, like way back, like YouTube. Only, I mean, it has like 40,000 views, which was a lot mm-hmm. for me back then which was one of my most viewed back then. That dance had a lot of meaning for me, like during that time in my life. And that was one of, one of the first times I came up with this like strip stripping move. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, there was one video on TikTok, right? When someone asked, oh, can you do a tutorial of how you do that? How you take <laughs> out that shirt, right? Yeah, it's pretty easy. All you gotta do, I mean, I don't have a sleeve on now, but like you just pull the sleeve from the outside, not from the inside, right? You pull the sleeve and you twist it around and you just... Pull it up like if I had this, you just twist it around, twist it around, and tuck it in, and then you just pull and it out, boom. and it should, it just comes yeah. out. That's- you know, the truth is, they really didn't want to learn how to do it. They just wanted, to, they just wanted to see the result. So, <laughs> like you said, forty thousand views before was a lot, but now it's like what millions on TikTok, millions and millions. I mean, forty thousand on YouTube is a lot for me. I barely yeah. get anything. Uh, I mean, anything's a lot for me right now. Like I don't know, I get happy like whatever i get so yeah chris you should demonstrate i am not demonstrating anything thank you very much (laughs) how do you manage burnout i mean the same thing with like med school like you just gotta have time for yourself you gotta have time for fun you know you gotta know when to call it quits you gotta know when enough is enough you have to know when like you're working too much you're doing too much there was a time when i was there i mean are certain times where like i just want to get things done you know so like i'll be working out a bunch i'll be dancing on the same day and sometimes i'll even go to like the dojo on the same day and i'm like trying to like catch up on like youtube stuff i'm trying to like study for residency stuff like i'm just like trying to do a lot of things eventually like it catches up and it's like you just gotta like i said go back and, like you gotta make some sacrifice like you can't try to do everything you know even though i try to <laughs> it's tougher than it really is but yeah you gotta, yeah. You gotta cut out some things and just like make some time to relax yeah 
Yeah, that sacrificial part is so important. Like this, you literally can like harbor everything in, right? And yeah. you literally will burn up. What is something you love now that you never could have imagined you would like in the past? Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So I didn't realize that. So I used to do martial arts when I was in high school, like two and a half, mm-hmm. like a mixed martial arts type of thing. I got back into it in February um, just for fun. And then, I don't know. Now I'm like hoping I can compete sometime mm-hmm. next. If I do, it would be next year. Yeah, so because I had a couple, I had a little bit of experience when I was younger, and I've been out of it for like ten years. But I'm like really getting back into it now. And I've done pretty well at my dojo, like rolling around with people. So, <laughs> yeah. Around people. yeah, I mean, you should take your fiance too, right, and like but, just roll her around the floor. I mean, she does it too. But no, I, no, I, I'm like one of the smaller guys in my gym, believe it or not. So I, I have to roll with like guys who are like 40, 50 pounds heavier than me. And I've like won like a you know, handful of times. So I'm like, okay, I, maybe I'll compete next year. So I don't know. <laughs> How do you deal with hate and negativity from other people? I think this is different from like people who are trying to report you. Just like there's some comments it's just pure hate. Like do you even yeah. do you block those or do you comment back? Like no. No, like so uh one is like I've learned like you just you don't give them any attention, you know. One is like I don't comment back. I don't really block them because like if they want to watch stuff like whatever, unless they say something weird. Like some people will say like I'm gonna report you. I'll, I'll block them, you know. Yeah. I mean, some K comments are like they're like, man, like people really think that or something. But then like I mean, most of the ones on on like TikTok, if you click on their profile, half of them are kids. You're like younger than eight years old kids so it's like whatever you're go to school please yeah i mean it's like whatever it's like a little kid dissing you like you're gonna get mad about that no but then like when there's like real people who are like i don't know me like Mm -hmm. age and like Mm -hmm. kind of like hate on me i mean i just think about it like if if you really think about it like in such a positive video i got nothing wrong with my video you know like previous videos like even with nugget that i've uploaded on tiktok like there's nothing wrong with it you know but then still got like a handful of like hate comments but it's like like if you really think about it like would you like what would it take for some for someone to be so like frustrated mm-hmm. and the need to find something wrong with the video you know yeah. so but like who gets frustrated like that people who are like stressed in their life like hate their life they got things going on they hate their job they hate their friends their family like whatever's going on so like i mean the end of the day it's like they got stuff going on in their life they had to find some hate somewhere to make them feel better so i'm just like whatever there's like a quote saying like some people are just like garbage trucks and they just want to throw that garbage out to other people yeah <laughs> Are you part Filipino or Vietnamese? Dr. Paturok is Vietnamese. Yes. <laughs> People always think you're Filipino, right? I, I wonder why. Yeah. Because I, I probably have Castle as my last name or last name. Actually, I used to have Vin Vu on my like Instagram and just Vince Castle as the username. Like going back to what uh-huh. we talked I changed it after I was trying to hide from residency programs when I was a yeah. like, I don't want residency programs looking up my name and seeing my stuff. Yeah. So I changed Vince Castle, but I just I just kept it that way afterwards. Only twenty four hours a day. By the way, how many hours do you sleep? He's a resident. He does not sleep. <laughs> seven. Six or seven hours. Yeah, I need to sleep more, but I don't know. I sleep like six, seven hours. People are saying he's Filipino. You should do a DNA test. No, honestly, Vu is a very Vietnamese last name. My parents are very Vietnamese. <laughs> For yeah, sure, or and everything. Yeah, I'm being amazed. If I was still, oh. I'd be talented because Filipinos actually people are actually really talented. Yeah. Karaoke. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I think I think that's also why people think you're Filipino because like you like to dance. There's a lot of Filipinos that like to dance, right? 
Yeah. Like, even YouTuber like Brian, right? He's Filipino. Yeah. I guess people are thinking you are a full Filipino. Wait, but has any of your patients been like, oh, I know you from TikTok or I've seen your TikTok video? No, my patients are like 50, 60, 70. Oh. They're, they're not on TikTok. <laughs> they're, they're not but on TikTok. I have showed my patients my videos before. Like if we make a really good connection and yeah, they're in the and I see him like every day for like two, three weeks or something, and we have this type of connection. I'll be like, "Hey, you want to see a funny video?" And I've showed them my TikToks, and like they enjoy it. You know, so. he's very enjoyable. I think people are enjoying our talk. And Nugget on the side. Yeah, he's coming. I don't know where Nugget. I don't know where he does is. He, does he wake up like late at night, and or is just sleep throughout the Leaves whole time? Thirty, and when he wants to go out, a.m. <laughs> Oh wow. You're glowing, they're saying. It's the lighting, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the lighting is the lighting. No, no, it's natural though. Do you have other questions for Vin? Like if you're in the Olympics, what sports would you choose? Like if I had another special like skill that I don't have right now, I would pick gymnastics. I knew it. I knew yeah. it. <laughs> I, I wish I could flip around and do all that stuff. That's what I want to do. But I don't have time for that. <laughs> Exactly. You can do, do stunts though from dancing, right? Like I know you were doing like tutorials for like the flips, e playing and... stuff. I I used to do stuff, but not anymore. I can't do any other flips or tricks. So, not anymore. Okay. No. Did you ever feel lost in your life, Pat? How did you find your way again? Uh, well, it depends what you mean by lost. Like lost is in like I didn't know what to do with my life. Lost is in like I didn't know like my identity, friends group, or career wise. Or what do you mean by lost? Yeah, has he ever been torn between two girls? <laughs> Is that what you're asking? Christian, you can teach him. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think you have <laughs> seen Vince dance videos yet. I'll get crushed. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that stripping move. That's all you need. <laughs> please, please. You know what? I think that's what you need to do. A for tutorial video. <laughs> I'll teach him gymnastics. Because oh, he used to do gymnastics. <laughs> Yeah. Like a backflip, that would be nice. Right down. So. Oh, I, I lost it. But you can do like all of those other b-boy stuff. So it's been a very long time. <laughs> it's been a very long time. Okay. Those, I mean, the last, the one that had a lot of views too, right? Was from like almost ten years ago. Oh, those tutorials. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the doctors in Grey's Anatomy. Have you ever watched Grey's Anatomy? I no, I've, I've seen clips of it, and I I cannot stand it. It's way too. Me too. Even on average, life. <laughs> Me too. I've never, actually, I've never watched a single full episode of Grace Anatomy as well, at all. Like, I, I at, do plan on watching Dr. Death. I don't know if you guys heard of that. Which one? Dr. What? Dr. Death. I've only watched The Good Doctor. Before. Oh, no, I couldn't stand that one either. <laughs> I've only watched, I think, the first episode, the first season. Yeah, I watched the first episode. There's a no. It, no. It, was, it was way too dramatic. Like, he knew too much. Like, doctors don't know yeah. that. Like, if you collapse. He knew too much, right? Actually, well, it's kind of funny. So, like, you know, when you go in public, especially in an airplane, sometimes people are like, is there a doctor around or something? That's what happened to me, like, two weeks ago when I was coming back <laughs> from Diego. And I was, I was uh -huh. so happy I didn't have my scrubs on. Because, like, somebody's like, hey, is there a doctor on the plane? And I was like, I kept my headphones on. I'm like, okay, please do not say anything. Nobody please say anything. Because, like, the thing, like, with me is, like, that's not my specialty. I don't have to deal yeah. with that. And then even yeah. if, like, somebody was, like, feeling, like, I don't know, like bad or whatever you're right, like sick. Like, what am I going to do? Like, I don't have my like medications to give. I don't have any imaging. I don't have any labs. Like, that's what yeah. I work with. And that's not even yeah. my specialty. So yeah. I wish I could help. But <laughs> Oh my gosh. Like, that's always been me. That's why I also don't like wearing my scrubs in public, especially yeah. here in the subway in New York City. I'm like, if someone falls down to the ground. 
Oh, no. to... Dude, it. Uh, well, looks like I'm a... That's where I will use that shirt technique. Yeah. Look <laughs> out the scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> Not today. Never yeah, watch Their best bet is calling 911 anyway. Like that. Yeah. Good, so, yeah, so I have, I've had a lot of, like, attendings who are, like, who have been involved in, like, random public cases and like half the time like you end up getting sued for some like bs reason and like yeah. you end up like risking losing your license just yeah. you save one person but then like now your whole entire clinic of like a couple thousand people are like doctorless without you so like are you really yeah. doing any good <laughs> you know so and like, the first thing you'll do is to call 911 anyways right? yeah like even yeah. in the plane, you'll call the doctor down in land for the Yeah, or, or they should have like medical personnel on the plane, just like they have like security on the plane. You know, it. I don't know, but yeah, yeah I've I've been advised to not get involved in like public cases. Yeah. Just call nine one. Code Black is a good show. No sex scene. Are you throwing shade at Grey's Anatomy where every episode is? <laughs> Let me tell you, everyone. No romance happens in the hospital. There's no steamy romance. First of all, there is no room. <laughs> <laughs> Just the call room, <laughs> Just the, except for the call room, probably. Actually, there was a. I think there's a. Re- yeah, like I've heard stories of like my attendings telling me like this resident used to like sleep with other staff or something, or he slept with a patient. Like he he treated <gasps> in the ER, and then like the patient went home, but then they actually went to the call room together, you know, to get it on. But then you know, eventually he got fired. Um, for sure. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's weird. Like I've, I've never done. <laughs> So the new home is the call room. She, they saw a bed and they were like, this is my new <laughs> Yeah, like private, you know. <laughs> Hi, Vin. Where are you from? Where am I originally from? My parents were from Vietnam. I was born in Texas, grew up in Oklahoma City, and then I randomly landed in Cleveland, Ohio for my residency. So I live in Cleveland, Ohio. Was it hard moving? Like when you got match day, it's like, oh, you're going to Ohio. It was weird. It was like, man, like, I didn't think I'd get Ohio. Like, I really wanted to be down, like, south, like, in Texas or, like, Kansas, like, somewhere closer to home. Yeah, I don't know how I got here, but I did. Um, and it was pretty surprising for me. It was away from all my family and stuff. People were sad and crying and whatnot. And it wasn't too bad. Like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a lone wolf sometimes. I like to do things on myself. So I, I was okay. Chris, you look like someone from the Philippines. Well, I am part Filipino. After I got posted on that, like, Filipino page, well, I look at, like, my stats, like, on Instagram. Oh, almost everybody, well, not everybody, but, like, I have, like, a gigantic surge of, like, Filipino followers, like, from Philippines. I mean, which is cool, but then, like, a lot of them are like, when are you going to visit? When are you going to visit? I'll take you around. I'll take you around. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. You know, when, when you posted the countdown on your story last night, right? Yeah. And when someone, like, clicks it to get notified, I can see who clicks it. Oh, really? And there's, like, 100 people who click turn on the reminders from the countdown. Yeah. And I checked all of them. Each one had the, the Philippine flag <laughs> on their bio. And I'm like, I knew it. All of these people are coming from the Dr. Patrick post. That yeah. And Donic G, yes, I do have Filipino blood. It's Vin, um, who don't have any Filipino blood as, as we think as of right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, but yes, I would visit Philippines. Oh, hey, here's Nugget. Yeah. He would randomly try to come play with me. He can, catch, he can catch it too. Let's see. Okay. Ready? Oh, no, he doesn't even want to catch it. Oh, never mind. It? Um, <laughs> but but Donald, yeah, I'm part Filipino. Well, mostly, actually. But if I do visit one day, I don't know. I, I think it'd be fun. 
Nice. It's all beaches, actually. Oh, wait. Um, People are asking, is your friend group and girlfriend from your residency? or My fiance, no. She moved up here last year with me. So, no, she's not in medicine. My friend group here in Cleveland, I mean, yeah, they're all in my residency. Yeah. Um, in from just because, like, I didn't know anybody who, whenever, like, I moved here. So, yeah, they're, like, they're some of my best friends here. We all hang out. We go, like, travel and festival and stuff together. So... I know. <laughs> come to see now. Everyone's gonna say, "Come to Brazil. Come to UK. Come to." Only buy me a ticket. Okay. Come on. <laughs> buy, buy, me t- buy me a ticket. I'd love to be able to pay for both of you to visit Australia. <laughs> well done. I have an aunt that lives in Australia. Do you face challenges to be with someone who is in the medical field, unless she is in another capacity? No. Uh, I mean, just normal couples challenges. You know, it's probably better that she's not in medicine because then yeah. I feel like people butt heads. I don't know. I feel like you would have both have like somewhat of a big, I don't know, busy schedule. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But I don't. I don't really care. I mean, same capacity as in like same like intelligence level i mean i think we're the same so yeah would i work out with a fan in oklahoma yes yes i would i would literally work out with like anybody as long as it's not like a big party if you get <laughs> to a gym member like if you get me to a gym that I, we can work out in i would definitely work out you just gotta dm me honestly if i visit any city and you want to see me like you just have to like meet me where i am and but just like dm me but i may or may not like i might have plans so i may not go out of the way you know to find you but <laughs> Yeah, but in Oklahoma, Oklahoma is my hometown. So when I visit my parents, then yes. How many tattoos do I have? Oh, hold on. I have, I mean, I just have this whole entire sleeve. I was going to make a video about it. I've been pretty lazy lately. It's just a sleeve? Yeah, this is all I have. I plan on getting another one, at least on my chest, on this other side. Probably extending this out, at least until my traps area or something. Anyway, but real quick tour... Before I make a video about it this is the one it's like an angel with this like cairo thing um i got this this is my very first tattoo when i was like 19 so it's like american traditional if i honestly if i go back i wouldn't pick this style now because it's not the style i have anywhere else that's just because i'm catholic there's like a rosary mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. um on the back side it's like the, my second one i went to the same artist it's basically like the mm-hmm. three crosses so i'm catholic and that's like the crucifixion and then those are when i was in like 19 and 20 and then in like 2015 well six years ago so i guess i was i was in med school 22 i got these roses right here and then like this whole inner side which is like a face with the clock this is from like my my two friends that passed away i was kind of mentioning a little bit earlier yeah we pretty much grew up like together and then they got a real bad car accident so each rose is for them like one for each of them and then the clock is like the time or like the date face has like a hand on it oh i don't know if you can see it. yeah there it is okay there's a hand on the face on the real side of the face because it's half mm-hmm. skull half knot and it's two teardrops one for each of them but the half face half knot is like like hand is like holding a face like it's a mask over the skull because mm-hmm. essentially like i didn't have to like mask myself when i was around them there's also like a life and death like type of contrast mm-hmm. So that was in 2015. And then 2020, up until like March this year, I got all of this done. So this is uh, <laughs> medical themed, but it's mm-hmm. like very abstract. So this is like the patient side. So she's blindfolded because mm-hmm. like patients who come to us are usually like, if they're paralyzed, they have a stroke, they can't move their arm or leg. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, like what do I do with my life? So essentially they're like kind of blind or they have this chain where like they feel like trapped, like, okay, like I don't know what to do. But we have this like axe, which is like a foundation instrument or like device where like we build a foundation for them for a lot of it. So we basically, we break the chain 
for them that they feel bound in, right? So that's why the chain is like broken. And then the snake around the sword is that same snake around this, like the medical symbol. But mm. then, like the sword is a samurai sword because if you know samurais and like they live by like what they call like a Bushido code, it basically means like they live to serve. So that's like the whole theme. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah it took a lot of thought like coming up with something. the meaning behind those tattoos yeah oh my goodness it's amazing no like you literally have to make like a video for that yeah even though we have the first exclusive here yeah there you go the first tour right now yeah it's amazing also find out they said love the details on the last tattoo thank you for telling the stories behind your tattoo you're a gem then <laughs> thank you so cute nugget i'm telling you nugget my nugget. It's like you've been in the phone for too long. He really wants me to play with him. <laughs> you think you can, you can catch. catch it? I don't know. Let's see if he can catch from the camera. Catch. catch. Oh, he did not. <laughs> okay. Every time the toy squeak, my cat goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's kind of funny. If you turn on like dog videos or I guess cat videos on YouTube <laughs> or like if I do it. Like, Nugget will literally just stare at the screen. He'll be like... <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, they'll play, like, squeaky sounds and, like, birds and, like, babies crying and stuff like that. And, like, they'll just stare at the screen. It's kind of funny. Uh, can you flex, then? Oh, you missed it. Like, it's like this? This, this, is, this is all I got, all right? This is all I got. <laughs> I literally have, like, a stick here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> someone. No. You never know. <laughs> Huh? You got something underneath. You never know. Of this? Oh, Lord. Oh, no. But thank you so much. Uh, th this has been so fun. It's like almost two hours. I love it. I'm so happy that we were able to do this. I mean, thanks for having me. I had a lot of fun. So, Thank you. Hopefully, you can do this again another time because I know a lot, of, a lot of people still have questions in the future. But... In the future, we can. We'll plan something. <laughs> we will. All everybody right. will plan something. They're probably gonna watch it just for the the flex, and they're gonna <laughs> just spill it and watch <laughs> it as a podcast. That's probably the well, <laughs> honestly you playing it. in the background, and when you're doing something, that's it. That's it. Good night. Say good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.